0: Hey, beautifuls, welcome to the Goddess Wings podcast. Today we have the beautiful Crystal, a tantric yogi specialist with us. Welcome to the party, gorgeous.
1: Thank you, Jasmine. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: I'm so blessed. I So I actually recently deleted my Instagram, but before oh, wow. that, yeah, I took a jump. I'm like, okay, social media, this is it. <laughs> I got the cord. And it feels so
1: good. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah.
0: Oh, it feels so free. But before I did, I think I shared this with you in one of the email exchanges. I started going through your Instagram page and girl, like I used to be a gymnast way, 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 way back in the day. <laughs> okay. Going through your movements really opened me up to my body. So thank you for your boldness and like being you and doing those stretches. So I would see your videos be like, oh, I can't do this. And I would do it, I'd be like, okay, I got it. Yeah, everything
1: just takes practice. Just like, you know that, you're a gymnast. You, you didn't come into the gym being a master at what you were doing, like you, you learned it step-by-step step. and with practice, yoga is the same way.
0: How do you find, that's true, how do you find like, okay to be vulnerable within that practice?
1: Um, you know, I think, first of all, when I got on Instagram, I guess you're assuming, I mean, I'm assuming that you're talking about Instagram and like how I share my practice on Instagram. Yeah, I think but for I, me.
0: Oh, sorry. Yeah, definitely. And then I want to hear the inside too.
1: So is that, is that, is that what you're referring to like mm-hmm. my practice and how I share it? Um, I think that First of all, I was blessed to feel safe in the space that I was in. I was married when I first got on Instagram. I was living a very kind of conservative life. And like, for the most part, even though like I didn't know my personal spiritual journey where it was taking me, where I was going, like my root chakra felt very safe. Like I felt loved. I felt like I had a safe space. And then there's a safe space in the yoga community. A lot of people don't know about the Instagram yoga community, but it's huge. And there's a lot of kind of like this body positivity movement that's going on within that community, especially when I first got on. And uh, when I witnessed that and saw that, and I also had a, I was just around that time, I had been introduced to my Tantra uh, teacher And he just allowed me to see and experience my body and my sexuality in a different way. And it was just very kind of innocent. And I saw Instagram as a place to kind of share that and also to get into my yoga practice. And it was just, I think it was just divine alignment, you know, um, for me to just feel safe and open to like explore, you know, my sensuality along with my yoga practice and my tantra on that platform. And so I did. And I didn't really think nothing of it. It was just kind of a slow evolvement. Yeah.
0: Wow, that's powerful. So what would you say to the woman um, who kind of struggles with that safeness to be herself? Because like, I've always lived in very small like towns or cities, and usually like they're mainly Caucasian. And I'm one of the few like chocolate dipped women there. So I've always kind of stuck out for like one way or another. So how do you kind of create that safeness around yourself?
1: Yeah, I mean, I completely understand when I started my yoga practice and my tantra practice, I lived in blue-collar towns because my husband at the time worked in manufacturing. And so we were in East Tennessee. Knoxville we were in Johnson City before that we were in a town um what's the small Indian Evansville Indiana so um that's when I started learning all of this but I also think it's what made it super authentic to me because I wasn't like in a big city and just exploring what people introduced to me I kind of like Mm -hmm. divinely intuitively was led to it And I think because I did yoga and understood the chakras and like just was doing a lot of self-reflection, I did what felt good to my body and my spirit. And I just trusted in that. Um, And so as long as I was healing and I was having epiphanies um, and like I was, you know, felt like I was evolving, then I was like, oh, like what I'm doing is fine. My husband tolerated it (laughs) at the time. I wasn't (laughs) hurt. I wasn't hurting anybody. So I think my my space became my safe space, like in my house, in my, you know, like I wasn't out, of course, like doing it for my neighbors and all this stuff, even though yeah. I did teach, um, but but like in my house, on my page like I created that safe space because I felt comfortable I think it's all about trusting mm-hmm. yourself and your intuition and like you creating the safe space in your home and your that's where it need to start within your body and your mind and your home
0: that's powerful because you think about that and you're right like if you're centered within your body it's kind of like everything else is just a storm going on around you
1: right yeah you and, and and it's amazing how like when you are centered, how you, no matter where you are, you, whatever you need, you'll align with it, you know? And if something mm. feels like it's not around or the support or whatever you're looking for, it probably means you really don't need it, you know? Wow. Oof,
0: That's a hard truth, but yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> that's real. That's real. Um, how has kind of a two-part question to this going with like kind of what Britney Spears has been going through and a lot of people paint that as and I can understand why but they're like oh look at this I'm like what a symbol of hope for her to be able to be that sensual and that sexy and that within her aura even with these different people trying to manipulate it and use it to their advantage right because to Mm -hmm. me sexual energy and money really kind of goes hand in hand and it wasn't meant to be that way right But we know when you're in your sexual energies, a woman like that money can flow like effortlessly, but we can find ourselves in conservatorships, right? I say maybe not to her extent, but with different, how to ask this question, like with different things within our body, how do you give yourself hope within your practice? How has like the tantric yoga experience been hope for you? to release you from the conservatorship of what society has divine, decided our bodies are? Um, I think, well,
1: first I just want to say, give this perspective that I do think that there's nothing wrong if, with resources flow to you with your creative life force, because that's right. what it's for. It's to, it's, to, yes. it's to bring your desires towards you. And um, I guess you just have to make sure that you're centered and aligned with your heart's desires and not just like, uh-huh lustful things you know um there needs to be balance with your sexual center so i think that's okay you know as long as you're living a centered life if your your sexual energy or your creative life force is bringing resources to you um i guess you know where the fine line is like you don't want to be selling your soul for anything you know or your sexuality for anything but if you're if you're drawing it in attracting it and it's what you need and you're centered i think it's okay Um, i think For me, it just goes back to just spiritually being in a line because I always knew what my intentions were. Mm. My intentions, because my path was not trying to grow a business, my path was not centered around like trying to be an influencer or trying to pull some man in because I already had a man in it was more just about self-discovery. It was the journey of the self. I started with yoga and they say that yoga is the journey of the self. You just go deeper first. You start with the physical practice and you bring awareness in the body as a temple. Then you become aware of like what your body's trying to teach you. So it's like, if, you're, if your shoulders are stiff, then you, know, you open those up with heart openers or whatever, what's called heart openers, because a lot of times there's not just a physical stiffness, but an emotional stiffness. And so and then you learn about the energy of the body. And then, you know, so, so it's like a you just go level, up, level, 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 you know, deeper, deeper and deeper on the journey of the self. And that's what I was on. I was trying to figure out my life. I was trying to figure out um, what my purpose was. And that always was my intention. So when I would get cues or little you know, uh, are not cues, but clues from the universe that, yeah, you're going in the right direction and this mm-hmm. is making sense. And you're releasing biases and you're, mm-hmm. you know, you are, you are putting the pieces of the puzzle together. Um, especially being that I had never been exposed to Tantra yoga growing up. That is what I let guide me. Now it's gotten yeah. harder as I've gone further away from societal norms because Yes. You have to be brave to go on that journey and that takes courage, but that takes an also an open and strong heart because that's the, the uh, characteristic of a strong heart is having courage. And so like, I just kept going because I saw myself evolving and growing spiritually, but that's always been kind of my intention to kind of figure out like having a heart for God and like, what is this all about? I didn't know yeah. it was going to lead me path of healing my sensual and sexual self, but I think if a lot of us are honest, oh, there's a lot of aspects of life and consciousness that are discussed and that we're taught about, but our sexual center, our sexuality is not not in the context of spirituality or any deep work. So most of us have to address that for us to keep evolving and growing as humans. So I was no different. I just you know, discovered it as I was going on my journey of the self.
0: I completely concur with that because I don't know, for me, I feel like sex and the sexual energy, the sensuality, is spiritual. Money is spiritual. Right. Like all these things are different type of spiritual flow. And with the um, gear, these group of saints in Brazil, it's the energy of someone who went from like from the ghetto to the royal palace. It said that like when they use this, when you're in this Poma gear type of energy, you don't have to worry about the flow to it because it's like attracted to you. Um, but you're right; people can get scared when they see something that's completely outside of the box. But for me, it's been the life breath to my body. Like I came across as something kind of really personal to share, but on your YouTube, you had this video up from, I think it was like years ago and it was like triggers within your, your, yawn, your yawning. Um, And towards the end of the video, I don't remember if I just misheard it and it worked in my favor or what but, but um there is this section on how there is actually trigger points kind of like within your anus and when you press on it it can release it and I have to say thank you because I've never shared this before on the podcast doing that practice really reconnected me with some of the nerve points within my body and I literally could not move I did that practice and I could move again
1: Yeah, no. Um, yeah. So this is the pelvic floor. My pelvic floor was extremely tight because I had three children and I had pesiotomies with three, with all three of them. And that's when they cut you, your vaginal opening, um, at your perineum and the perineum is in between the vaginal opening and the anus. And because they thought that my vaginal opening was going to be too small and they didn't want me to tear when I had my children. Mm. The problem with that when they do that is that you know every time they have to cut and sew you like you have there's scar tissue and there's tightness from the healing and I did not realize like maybe you didn't either is that there's a numbness and a disconnection there until I started doing vaginal massage and I was trying to do it uh, the way it was taught to me which is you kind of go in a clockwise direction all the way around the vaginal canal like um a clock but uh I still was having a lot of tension in my pelvic floor and it just intuition was like, well, you have two sides to your pelvic floor. You've got the Mm -hmm. part that's, you know, the bottom of your vaginal canal. And then you have the, the other side, which is above the anus, you know, the perineum, Mm -hmm. like in between. So I was like, oh, I have to be able to massage on each side of that of, of the um, bottom of my vaginal canal and I'm just not getting enough deep massage where it, that tightness is so I was just like oh well let me let me massage through the anus so I can get the other side of yeah. my vaginal canal but there's a lot of women and men that hold tension in their pelvic floor and you have pelvic floor specialists that do that you just you just aren't maybe not a, people aren't aware of that because it's again such a taboo um topic when you start talking about the anus and erogenous zones nerve endings things like that but a lot of times it's also health related a lot of times there's also a lot of emotional tension um but yeah you have pelvic floor specialists that actually they don't make it sensual or sexual but they do like address that area because i've even talked to a trainer i have a trainer that that uh lives that's my neighbor she lives right across the floor and she talks about the importance Of your deep core and your pelvic floor, and how women can't even stick their butts out when they are to do a proper squat because they're so stiff in that area, and there's so much lack of awareness. So it doesn't just affect your sensuality and your sexuality; it also affects your posture. It affects like your physical health because it's literally like the the um, the bottom of the core and the deepest part of your core um and it affects you know incontinence like in you being able to urinate correctly or hold your urine um all of that is intertwined so and that's why I was like I always tell people like how did you get to where you are it's like it started with just me being athletic and into my body and getting into yoga but then you realize your emotions and your spirituality and all that stuff is very intertwined so you cannot just address physical ailments or chronic ailments without addressing the emotional aspect and the, and the energetic aspect of your body as well. And that includes that if there's issues going on with your hips, if you've got lower back pain, you have issues um, with incontinence or reproductive issues, then there's some sexual stuff that you need to address probably as well.
0: It's a whole lingerie piece. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a lot
1: going on. It's a lot going on for sure
0: oh my goodness and what's what brings you hope like if we kind of go back to the Britney Spears example to me I'm like well look at the hope she had to fight so what gives you hope what does the end game look like (laughs) (laughs) you?
1: (laughs) you know um that's a really good question because I think in order to do the type of work that I have you have to you know have your reasons why you keep doing this like because that journey does not get any easier you just get stronger but the challenges are different and it, it's a lot of self-work that I have to do to continue to do this work and boy like I didn't realize I had so many issues but it's like I think I fight because I really do have a devotion to the divine and to God and so like I think the thing that fulfills my heart the most is to know that I'm fulfilling my purpose and that I'm, I'm giving back and that, I, like, I really feel like I was born here on a mission to help people. Like, I think that if that wasn't, and I don't think that has to be everybody's mission, but I think that that really was like what I was here to do. Like, as much as I do think I deserve to have love and have fun and, and um, enjoy my life and I intend to, I also, and and undo my own karma, but I also think that I come from a family with lots of trauma. I'm a Black woman, um, African-American descent, um, and I come from slaves. I stand on the backs of my ancestors, and I think I came back to help our people. I think I came back to help our world and um, I think that even though love and romance, that's still like big on my list in family. I'm a cancer, right. I'm a hopeless romantic. But I think at the end of the day, it's not going to trump why I came here. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's right. always going to boil back down to that. And, and and when I remember that, when I hear stuff like you said, oh, that really helped me. Or like I was in the bakery in, in Brooklyn the other day and they're like, oh, you Crystal Tantric yogi, what you do really helps me. Or when I meet women that have been Gone through sexual trauma, or men that have gone through trauma, and they're like, "The stuff you said really helped me," or they helped me, me and my wife, and or whatever. You know, I'm like, okay, like I'm doing the right thing. Got to keep going. Like that's, I think,
0: you I were, think,
1: I think that's why I still do this. Girl, listen, I I, give me help.
0: I, I listen. I was laying. I was in Texas alone. I didn't have any family around me, and I found your video so (laughs) like yeah yeah, to this day yeah and I tell other people and I'm like no like there's two sides you gotta do so you're doing the right thing so that just know and I I can hear your ancestors just kind of like well we say we pour our cups out for them I can kind of like feel them pouring their cups out for you um this is just so beautiful what would your advice be Okay, how to ask, What would your advice be to com- fulfill and live your mission and your purpose without being um, kind of a martyr for it? Because that's yeah. what I used to do. And I used to be like, oh, I'm going to take these punches. I'm going to take these punches. I'm going to take these punches. And I'm like, well, hold on. <laughs> like, 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 wait a minute. I'm not top liver. How many punches do you think I can take? <laughs> so what would your advice be for a woman in that?
1: Man, that's such a good question. I would love to hear, like, how you work this, because I think I'm learning that now. I think I'm learning that I really have to have balance between, like, how much, because I think this is just an issue for me, like, it's like a trauma response also for me. So there's parts of me, like, you ever see, like, the superhero movies where, or even some actors or people that are really influential and like the thing that pushes them to be so great often is the trauma that they have from childhood. So, you know, I was the little mom and um, and I, I think it, I was taught that I had to kind of work to earn my love and be super loyal and like not to make a mistake and just be the best, whatever I could be to appease my mother. She was very overprotective. And I think that that's kind of played out also in me. I have a heart for God, but I think also like, the imbalance of of like not making sure I take care of myself before I just give 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 and making sure that I'm okay I mm-hmm. think that is like a trauma thing sometimes that I have become acutely aware of in the past maybe year or so and Sorry, it's so reflected not in some relationships sure
0: or making sure well not
1: making sure that I'm okay you know what I'm saying okay. and just like giving 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 so I'm actually really working on that and I think um what helps me work on that is like self-care i know it sounds super cliche but okay. i don't need to just be teaching this stuff i need to be practicing it like i don't need to just be giving massages. i need to be getting them um i need to be sitting under teachings i need to be doing my rituals i need to if somebody's going to be in my life they need to be pouring into me like i pour into them you know um just self-care loving myself and giving myself what I need, eating healthy foods, taking care of myself, positive affirmations to, you know, mm-hmm. I don't need to just hear from other people how great I am. I need to, I need to be able to say that and see that for myself and, um, and surrounding myself around people. Yeah. That, that give to me just as much as I give to them, you know? Um, and everybody's not going to be able to do that. You have a lot of people that admire the work that we do but they don't know how to to pour back into us. They can only like kind of love us from afar, but they really can't be in, in our personal space because they don't know how to give back to us in the way that we need to. So um, yeah, that's how I'm trying to deal with it now. But how do you, how do you make sure that you stay balanced?
0: Um. So I have, and this is just me getting all extra antsy with it because I used to be a personal trainer and a bikini competitor, so mm. i have like lingerie sheets like how i would do a bodybuilding kind of like program with it and so i go through my own program um kind of throughout it every day but i also kind of looked around and i was like well i got on social media to pour into others to be like that kind of that light and once in a while i would get a message from zimbabwe or like different areas and i be like okay keep going but I had been on social media for years, Crystal, for like years. And I looked at where I was and I'm like, well, I have a bunch of people that judged me, especially when I was at my lowest, a bunch of jealous people, people kind of like attacking me. It's been years. What happens if I just cut it all off and I have my other avenue that I'm doing instead? Right. And I think about the story of Oshun and Shango. So you'll never hear this story, like on a YouTube video, because most more like men that talk about it. But the story is that Oshun and was married to Shango, and their marriage was very like sparks flew, right? It was very kind of like sexualized and stuff. But while they were together, Oshun, who yes, she's the risha of sensuality, but also prosperity, she got drained, and their marriage was in poverty. Mm-hmm. And then when they split, all of Oshun's money came back to her, all of her pleasure mm. came back to her, all of her sensuality came back to her. And the thing with Oshun, she represents the self-love or the self-care within our body, right? So it's not that like, mm. I'm holding this cup for those in the podcast, I'm holding this cup, right? So this water has falling to the cup, Oshun's down here, but Shango is getting the flow. So mm. that flow, that money, that sensuality, that sexuality is all around you, but other people are getting it. And that's right. why I would be friends with other people or like have these relationships with other people. And I'd be like, dang, they're like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And yeah. I'm over here driving them up.
1: <laughs> exactly. And it's I so learned that. Like...
0: Yes. Yes. And martyrship apparently is actually anti feminine energy. Mm, so you yeah, can't be in your sense. feminine energy and be a martyr at the same time.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's powerful. No, I agree. Like, it's so sometimes it can be so hard to date. So I'm back on dating apps, and um, this one guy was not really interested in having a conversation with me until he wanted to know about me as an intimacy coach and what all that entails. And I'm like, see, this is not good. Like, I can already tell you're more (laughs) interested in what I do than you are like actually getting to know me. And they, I think a lot of people don't even realize they do it, but what we do is rare. It's unique. And yes. a lot of people don't have that in their lives. So they would see you and they just want to you know, suck it all up. Yeah. And mm-hmm. It's like, ooh, let me, let me, what do you do? And what does this entail? What's Tanja? What is this? What is that? And it's just like, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah it's, and it's not. And your body works for you. Like I shared this in another podcast. I had a day where like I I have just in this meditation where I heard my womb and visions literally came out of my womb and on my way to work, all of the lights turned red just because my body was hurting so much. So our bodies Mm. are capable of doing so many other avenues when we open ourselves up to it. Right. I got off social media. I still found a client.
1: Great. Yeah. So, you know, like,
0: yeah, you just, you can't, I don't know, so it's just, I think it's a practice of listening to our bodies and to the lingerie guide. And I went to this erotic, um, erotic, exotic bird sanctuary. <laughs> erotic.
1: Okay, erotic birds would be nice too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the guy, I didn't realize the parrots, they were never meant to be kept in, kept in cages ever. They're meant to fly 150 in a herd. Wow. And they yeah. go for a, for just two of them go for a hundred grand. And when you keep them in the cage they start pecking up their feathers and they kind of disappear. And so mm-hmm. I just had to look at my practices and be like, what am I doing? Because I'm programmed to do and then what am I doing because of me?
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's yeah. that's beautiful. Yeah, absolutely.
0: But what's your most powerful moment, whether it was in yoga or with a client where you felt opened up to your body?
1: I felt opened up to my body. Well, I do, I do rituals um, with my teacher that are pretty intense on shrooms, and um, oh wow, that, so you have yoga yeah.
0: yoga sessions?
1: <laughs> yeah, so that you know, you know, I have the tantric rituals really show me have really shown me how my body is a conduit um, for or like you know like a medium for me tapping into like my subconscious mind, other people's subconscious mind, and then also like the spiritual realm and my ancestors. Mm. And um, I think when you get a taste of that, like you become acutely aware of how important your body actually is. And like the, you know, how our ability, Uh, you know, how our supernatural abilities, like most of us have not even come even close to tapping into that type of divine power. Um, Mm -hmm. it can be overwhelming though, because you have to process everything that you've now become aware of. But, um, I think that, yeah, definitely the tantric rituals that I do with my teacher on my mushrooms. Um, like they just, yeah, that, that, that opens me up a lot. Um, but it also speeds the process up, you know. Like as far as evolving, which I don't always want to do, you know, because yeah, you want to stay in your comfort zone, you know, and yeah. and uh, that's that's hard because you got to leave people, leave situations, leave the old habits, you know. You may be comfortable in those places.
0: So how one? How do you do that? And then two? How do you? Um, like, and how I do you with like feminine sensuality? And then, two, how do you protect your body when it's being seen?
1: How do I deal with my sensual sharing my sensuality? Is that what okay? you're like?
0: Leaving when you leave stuff because it's kind of like for me, it's the one thing to know like, okay, I have to leave this, but then like leaving it and being completely cleansed of it and like a sensual <laughs> feminine way, or is it like raw, dragged out of it every night? <laughs> Yeah,
1: I think sometimes it's both. I think what I've learned, because I recently moved, I've lived in New York for about, I guess, maybe 14 months now, 15 months, a little over a year. And um, so like, remember, I talked about that safe space I was in and being married and all this stuff. I pulled myself away from all of that by choice to grow and to expand. Mm -hmm. And being that, I think one of the biggest lessons I learned from that is, oh, Crystal, you're still a human. Like no matter, <laughs> no matter what you know, or whatever, whatever spiritual experiences you've had or how many times you've been loved, you're still a human on a human journey and yeah. like everything's not going to be, you can take advice, read in a book, do a ritual and then just, okay, I got it. I'm going to gently release this. No, sometimes it can be like that. And you, you know, you release yeah. it, you know, through a ritual You know, there's rituals, meditations um, where you can cleanse yourself, sage and burn stuff. And, you know, there's all types of things you can do. But sometimes you're going to be crying and screaming and wondering why and smoking weed and having some wine (laughs) and like, what the fuck is going on and cursing? and, And that's just a part of being a human being. So just like to have compassion for each stage of grief or from whatever you're releasing but just don't stay there, like, um, Mm -hmm. do what you need to do, realize, be gentle with yourself, but know that the longer you stay in that place, the more you're going to suffer because everything's a mindset and you can literally live in a memory, you know, your whole life. Um, you know, you can live in, um, you know, I think some people call it PTSD, you know, like you, when something triggers and then you go back to that and you just live in it, you know? And so it's like, you know, You eventually I have to make a choice like do I want to move forward and be hopeful what's new for me or do I stay here so sometimes it's rituals you know in my practice my spiritual practice and sometimes it's like screaming and crying and writing and orgasming and you know whatever
0: (laughs) I love that you're open about that because I cannot stand when people are like oh let me release to my highest calling Or whatnot. And I'm like, does anyone really know what that means? Because when you do that shit.
1: (laughs) It's it's so hard. It's so hard. Yeah. I have so much more respect for everybody on their own individual path now. Like I I can be the kind of person that can get to where I guess because I am kind of a leader in my community to a certain degree. So I can, I can not be judgmental, but be like reading people, because I have the ability to do that. But Mm. what I'm learning to do is as I'm developing these abilities and becoming older and be able to read situations, like I still have respect for wherever people are. Um, Mm. Doesn't mean they need to be in my circle, but (laughs) I have have respect for that. Life can just be fucking hard. And people are where they are for a reason. A lot of the time, sometimes they choose it. Sometimes it's a lot of circumstance and karma why they were born into what they're born into and like they are fixed you know you have fixed signs you have mutable signs you have like I'm a cardinal sign so I'm just like what's next but everybody's not like that you know and Mm so um so I have because of I've removed myself from that very kind of protective conservative lifestyle and did a 180 and I got to feel extremely vulnerable and go through some shit man just like and still not compared to what some people go through but it was hard for me like I'm like okay like I can you know I definitely can understand why people are just like about to lose it you know sometimes (laughs) so yeah
0: I was listening to Sarah Jakes Robert Robert Sermon the other day and she said trauma breaks you up to your breaks you open to your anointing. So Mm. is there anything about your anointing that you discovered while you were in New York?
1: Uh, While I'm in New York what have I discovered about my anointing? Anointing. That's a really good question. Um, I think one that I need to journal about. (laughs) I know, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's like a really deep question. Um, I think that just remember that it's all about love at the end of the day, like because sometimes when you get hurt, you can develop wall and you can like for me i was starting to let pride take over just as a protective measure i mean i lost my main instagram page this year i had a couple of breakups this year um just kind of a lot of like ups and downs you know um with my heart um and -hmm. just the uncertainties and like Mm -hmm. investing and stuff and then oh and then just like um and just things that were unexpected. And so I just, you know, like, you ain't, people are gonna treat me like this and just like Mm -hmm. closed off and seeing myself above people. And um, being brought down and humbled um, reminded me that, look, at the end of the day, we're all connected. And remember that what you're doing this for your intentions, and always try to recenter it into love. And that's where you're gonna be most powerful. Um, and that's where you're going to have most of your success and that's where you're going to be the happiest. Um, and so when it comes to any gift that I'm given or any knowledge I've acquired, like still try to share and do what I do, uh, from a place of love, because that's where I'm going to be most, most powerful. And that's where I'm going to enjoy my life the, the most. Um, I think that's the biggest lesson that I can think of right now when it comes to, like, my gifts and my anointing and, like, the trauma that I've got through,
0: I think that's so powerful. And I hope you don't mind me saying, but I've been, like, kind of watching you from afar. And I'm, like, I feel like, okay, how do I say it? I didn't want to say, like, I feel like someone's, like, been attacking you. But, I like, I'm, like, I feel I like know. she's such a powerful woman. That I was feeling like something was kind of like trying to dampen your thing. Like we were talking about how your Instagram page got shut down and rebuilding, kind of putting that up there. And I'm like, she has a really powerful gift, like a very powerful gift. So
1: yeah, like, who knows? I, I feel like, I feel like, yeah, I feel like, you know, it happens to a lot of people, you know, social media is very fickle. I've been hearing weird things lately about that the power grid might go down next year. Like, and because there's a lot of us that are powerful as a collective, um, for those of us who are not willing to go with the dominant narrative of how things have been going and we're sharing knowledge and we're outside the box. Like there's people out there that don't want us to think for ourselves and know the truth. And so like, there's a spiritual warfare that we're going through. And so, um, there are going to be people who fight back to keep things the way they are. And I think, mm-hmm. yeah, I think I'm a part of that. I think you're a part of that. I think anybody who's really seeking truth um, um, is, is a part of that. So yeah, you know, I'm, we I'm on the freedom fighter side. So, you know, so yeah, we're going to have to fight. It's not going to be easy, but it's all right. Yeah. And the power
0: you are though, I feel like they can't even attack
1: yeah no like the 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 knowledge yeah the knowledge that we have is in our hearts and in our minds so it's gonna come up regardless of what they try to take away yeah i completely agree yeah it's always gonna be here Um, as long as we don't give up (laughs) (laughs)
0: listen but it's okay to source and be like wait a minute (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I need to call a team meeting for
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and yeah, strength and numbers, community is so important. That's another thing. Like trying to open up to receive and connect, and you know, um, I'm so glad I did this podcast with you because when I do podcasts with people like you, it's like okay, Crystal, yeah, you have support. Like there's people that get it, and yeah. and, and um, there's people also that are. Doing what you're doing and struggling too, it reminds you that. So, community, yeah, that's one thing I learned too, is really, really important. So important. Yeah,
0: you're right. You're right. Cause it's like sometimes you're doing these reps blindfolded, left foot, right foot. So, when I meet, I'm like, there's someone else out here. Okay, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you don't see it around. Like, oh my goodness. But yeah, it's, it's amazing that you've taken that breath of life for yourself because you've poured into so many, so many others. So, thank you for that. Thank you for that. Uh, My last two questions. So if you were lace or if you were a lingerie design, what would you be? So what would Crystal look like as a lingerie brand (laughs) or a lingerie design? (laughs) Like
1: what piece of lingerie?
0: Like how would it feel? Would it be silky? Mine would be bondage, but feminine. Like, you know, what
1: would it be like? I'm just yeah. gonna say the first I'm just gonna say the first thing that go come, came to my mind, my nasty mind is that I would be like a silk like black panty thong. And <laughs> and the reason why is because there's a lot of there's a lot of softness to me, but there's also edge and like um and um eroticism and you know like taboo things that I like um and I love things like um like when people are really soft and sensual like I like to bring balance with the erotic and the and the taboo so like you know being that I'm right in between your butt cheeks you know (laughs) everybody (laughs) is sensitive about I'm like I want to be right up in there you know Um, (laughs) right up in there, but also still kind of soft and sweet, but I'm all about the ass. I'm all about like, um, all the, 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 the deep tension that people don't want to release. I'm like, no, let's go there. Let's do this. You can still be soft and sexy with it, but we're going to get all up in your ass.
0: <laughs> you remind me of like, pole dance and like whenever like we pole dance or whatnot. And I'm like, okay, whatever you do, just make it sexy. Just flip your yeah. just flip your
1: hair. <laughs> yeah. Let's just do it.
0: And I'm sexy. Oh, I love it. I love it. So the last question's a little bit deep, but when I um so long story short, I kind of was in a place for my life as in the food processor, right? And I had built these gorgeous angel wings. And I couldn't fit them in my Camry, so I moved from Maryland to Texas with just everything in my car. And so I had to take my wings. I kept the ostrich feathers because they're super expensive, and I threw the structure away. And then when I was in Texas, I didn't want to make the same structure, so I made it smaller, sexier form. I said, I got his thumb in the simplest, sexiest form. And then when it came to I went to Florida, I was able to fit the wings in my car at that time. I kind of dyed themselves pink and stuff, but it was kind of like to fit my wings in the car. There were so many other things that couldn't fit into who I was to get them there. So when you sit down with yourself as your wings, as a woman, like, what do you see and what would your advice be for other women who are sitting there and their wings are on the ground?
1: Mm. How do I see my wings? I see my my wings as such a beautiful analogy that you created because it just makes me think of when I was living in Atlanta and also in East Tennessee, there's a lot of trees there. This beautiful country in East Tennessee and Atlanta actually in Georgia. And of course there'd be a lot of birds around because of all the trees. And so um, right before I moved to New York, I still was deciding there was a nest that I saw built and I saw the babies, um, when they hatched and I saw them learning how to fly. And, and then I saw them, you know, like, um, when they could fly on their own and I just so, uh, resonated with that. And, uh, so my wings, I feel like are in a place where they feel like they're a little broken, but they're getting stronger. You know, like, Mm -hmm. I I feel like I was, we're always broken down just so that mm. we can be built back up. Like even as an athlete, like you can't get stronger and faster until your muscles break down and you take them to the next, to go to the next limit. And then they exactly. strengthen makes. And so I feel like that's what my wings are. They're a little, they're, they're They've gone through, you know, like some battles <laughs> and they're a little <laughs> yeah. weak right now, but yeah. uh, I think with the right nurturing and care, self-care, um recentering you know and not so much pouring out whether it's the relationships or like how I conduct business um like they're they're getting stronger and um and you know and I'll be soaring soon not soaring soaring right now but I'm I'm getting there you know you got it uh yeah and so like yeah for for women who might be feeling like me or feeling like they're not at their strongest just remember you do have wings like i love that analogy that you gave jasmine you do have wings and whenever you're ready you you when you're ready to learn how to fly and you're ready to leave the nest like you're gonna be okay and and um but you might you know you might need to take your time and figure out where is it that you want to fly and do you want to fly and 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 and, and what what do you envision for yourself what is it that you want where do you want to fly to and and, and and let that and let that be your guide but no rush in your in your own timing you know when it's time to sort
0: i love that and i love what you shared about the birds you know it's beautiful oh, yeah, it's yeah like, mother
1: nature yeah she's so powerful
0: ah oh, i love that and it kind of it's like the whole analogy of that story, both Shun and Shango, right? And how, mm. like, he got her flow. So it's like what you do, Crystal, is as you're sorting through your flows to you, you've m- opened it. That way so many other women can also be in the same rivers and lakes.
1: Oh, so yeah. thank you.
0: Thank you. That's, oh, and thank you. That's beautiful. Where can we connect with you? That way we can get our Crystal Tantric Yogi wings. <laughs>
1: So um, of course I'm on Instagram, um, Crystal Tantric Yogi. I'm on YouTube as Crystal Tantric Yogi. I think I'm on Twitter as Tantric Yogi, but it's spelled a little different, like T-R-A-N-I-K-A. Okay. And I'll then put I the also links just. Below. <laughs> and, and then I also and then I also am. I just got on Clubhouse, but I literally just got on. But I also oh, have a yeah. website. Yeah, but I also have a website, and I offer I offer virtual consultations and coaching and I also do you know one-on-one yoga sessions with you. I do plan on coming up with a mentorship program next year. I also have a Patreon account. So if you guys want to see some of the rituals that I do. And yes. how I would work with women if I were with you. Um, if you want to see what a linga massage looks like, um, I'm also I'm looking for a muse for my yoni massage. I should be filming that soon. Um, if you want a like a little bit more intimate, you know, like look into my life and stuff, um, like you can see me there. But I do plan on offering classes and doing more in-person events next year it's just as you know yeah. like doing this work and getting all your shit together it takes a while but it's coming between the pandemic yeah. and moving though it's just I'm just you know gradually getting there but if you want to keep up with me get my newsletter and all that stuff you can fill out a, a, a contact form intake form or just a contact form or leave me a message you'll become a part of my my newsletter like Contact list, and you'll know what's going on with me. My website,
0: and I just have to vouch for her, ladies. Like, I'll have the links below and the different things. But when you do the practices, the practices work and they work for a reason because she literally took the message from the divine and came through her body.
1: So, thank you, thank you. Yeah, because Lord knows this did not come from me, I don't know what I'm doing,
0: but you do. Because, listen, yes, you're stretched to divine capacity, it's your own recipe. Right. Yeah
1: yeah. 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 Very true. Very true. I, I I received that.
0: Yeah. Your name's Crystal, right? So you help form other <laughs> my <many> crystals. <laughs> very true. Very true. Very true. <laughs> oh, thanks so much for joining us and everyone on the podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Remember, your wings are your body, and only you can define how you wear them.
1: I love that. Thank you for having me.